0: Cash, I'm going to pimp you out, do an impression of somebody starting the show. I'll give you a back, I'll give you a back thing.
1: Hi everybody. I'm Conan O'Brien. <laughs> and you're listening to Jonah Radio. It's going to be that kind of party. I to stick my
2: dick in the <laughs> out Here just a little bit. Ooh, now. An get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. friends. I construct ground Valediction. I don't understand. It's just fun in a defensive cold way. Oh,
0: that's all there is to do these days, is to anything else. (laughs) Okay, thanks for tuning in. I'm Jonah. uh, 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 Dio, can I make it?
1: Cash? No. Hey, how are you? I'm Cash.
0: All right, Neil's here. I could make it. What are you doing, Neil?
1: Um,
3: Sitting on my couch. Like, Oh, I was just shaking keys at you to annoy you <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
0: know what there's uh, so there's so much going on in the world of uh uh the, of music that we should just get to our first song and then we're gonna get into it uh
1: that sound good to you guys i like that sounds it. great to us guys
0: yeah Why we what are we gonna do get into some pleasantries hear about how each other's doing fuck that
1: yeah no fuck that no
0: one's doing well <laughs> yes nope everything's um, terrible. So doing everything is terrible i wish things were as good as the the show everything is terrible um all right uh let's uh let's just get into it we're gonna play a uh, a cover you know we love covers here at jonah radio um oh, but boy. uh bully uh bully the song uh the band that's uh, they have an album coming out on sub pop and um and they uh put out like a, in quarantine uh she put out a little bit of a uh uh like a ep of stuff she recorded then t- into hyping the new album and she did a, a about a girl by uh nirvana and so we're going to listen to that uh be able be sure to check out bully they're a great band and here's their cover of nirvana's about a girl Cover um, and the new single off that album is also very good. Uh, we'll probably play that next week. But the new album is uh, Sub Pop. Bully, great, great band. Um, it is time, I guess. Where I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. You don't. You don't think we
1: should? What do you guys think? I mean, we've done it so often that maybe we we don't. Um, I'm just saying, like it's, Too- it's 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 a recent. You just you know, out, out of respect for maybe the people that definitely i can't find the uh, do, uh who can't you
3: find who's a missing person the boys are back the boys are back oh it's easy Ooh. oh music news! who the fuck is this cuz this is
1: the worst version of that song i've ever heard that was bon jovi
0: oh get oh. the fuck out of here yeah wow
1: I, I searched for the boys that are back in town on Apple Music and added every version. So now I just have a a a compendium of terrible versions of <laughs> Nice. That, um.
0: Great, great. Uh that That's is awesome. right. It is time. It is time for music news, where we delve into the whys and who's of the you know who's um <laughs> and it, this is a special edition. <laughs> where it's um, very slanderous. I know. I know. <laughs> you know who's, whos. um uh, and I, I think I'm, I want to refuse to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I refuse to talk about Kanye West, uh, saying he's running for president.
1: Yeah. Good call.
0: Yeah. Neil, please stop trying to put a blanket over yourself. Some tarp. I'm not,
3: I fucking wiped my mouth with a handkerchief. I don't <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, God damn it. I can't it's wait like, to it's, fucking it's, be back in a regular fucking studio. It uh, won't work.
0: It won't work. Just uh, just don't fidget as much, Neil. It's a it, not... that's like it's. A, it reminds me of like it's like if there's you know in Ren and Stimpy where they would do those ultra gross close-ups. Like that would be the sound effect they would use <laughs> if that someone was rubbing yeah, their you... face. Or just be oh, like, wait a second. Oh, wait, 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 wait.
3: It's the my fucking headphones have like a like a microphone attached.
1: Oh yeah, that's it.
3: So I need to do MacBook Pro
2: microphone.
3: Do you sound great though? Just that's don't matter. Okay, good. Yeah, that is better. So that's that's the computer microphone and not my fucking beats by Dre dumb shit headphones.
0: Neil oh. works with computers for a living. I create drama for a living. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. No, as we're I, not talking about Kanye. I don't as, want to talk about Kanye. Right. Okay, guys? Yeah, that's
3: fine. Because I sit in my pile of knives and fucking pellet guns. <laughs>
0: God. Um, in birthday news, recently. Who? Ringo. Birthday. What?
3: Ringo Star. What, Neil? I said who? And then you said Ringo. and then I, I was said like, no. in
0: birthday news, Ringo. And I was, yeah. I was in the middle of a sentence. Could have been that other way. interrupt.
3: Sorry, I interrupted. I'll just Whose be birthday quiet. is it, Neil?
0: Whose birthday was it?
3: Um. Oh, you know who <laughs> whose birthday it was? It was a uh, original Shaft. It was his
0: birthday. Dinner. No, and, and, and music, music news, Neil, music news. Who I mean, you just said the name?
3: Arguably, music news.
0: Neil, you just said the name of the person whose birthday it is. Just
1: say it again. Uh,
0: Pete Best.
1: Hello. Oh God. <laughs> That would suck no, if Pete Best. No.
0: Incorrect. It is it was, it was actually Ringo Starr Ringo turned 80, but Pete Best did wish uh Ringo a happy birthday on Twitter. He said thought about it and thought why not. Happy birthday Ringo. It's a special <laughs> one. Have a good day.
4: <laughs> as oh, he goes off yeah. to like go
3: work at the, as he goes off to work at the, like the post office or some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't think he's, like, he doesn't really publicly acknowledge uh, that shit too much. Like, I, I think he'll, like, say something about Beatles, but I think he, like, kind of always leaves out Ringo. Because why would, you know, I'm sure Chad Channing, you know, feels the same way. Yeah, about Dave Grohl, you know? Or Dave, uh, Dave Dale Crover, you know? Stuff like that. Which is, is actually, Cro- uh, like...
3: Was Dale Crover, like, an interim
0: between Channing and, and Grohl? Well it's funny it's like they had five drummers. They had the wow. you know they had I like they had that some many. people one the guy one of the guys from like Mudhoney um one of the guys from Mudhoney like you know he he played with them for a little bit right like between um Chad I think and and Grohl like he was just there for like a show to like fill in for a couple shows but he didn't know he he was temporary. And It's funny because like uh Grohl just um did a uh um you know, did an interview and like, uh, he talked about, he's like, well, when I joined Nirvana, I was their fifth drummer, right? They had a, they had a team of drummers before me and some of them were more, I don't know, like more in the band than others. So when I joined the band, I didn't know Chris or Kurt at all. And when we first met and started playing, it was clear that when we got together to play, that it worked really well. And we sounded what most people now know the sound of Nirvana to be like, um, but you meet these people and then it wasn't long. It was almost exactly a year from that time when Nevermind came out. And then once it came out, things happened so quickly Uh, And the band got really big. Um, But every band I had been in before that was with friends that I'd known for a really long time. And so there's some security in that. And so when you join a band where you don't know anyone, you're just starting to get to know each other. And it sounds great when you play. And there's not a deep personal connection. And then, you know, you're just so nervous that you're going to get either fired or it's going to stop. He's like, I didn't want to get fired. And so I was just doing my best to keep this thing from going away. And so I had a really insecurity in that with, like, I'm not good enough and uh, they're going to find someone else. Which were, were the rumors? Huh. The rumors were that, like... Um,
1: that they were going to beat uh, Beston?
0: Well, I mean, it, it, he still would have been fine off of playing on Nevermind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Uh, and he still had all those Foo Fighters, uh, you know, songs all kind of ready to go. But it's, uh, like, there was word that, like, Kurt, it was like after, you know, it was after the, uh, unplugged session where Kurt didn't like that. Dave had such a hard time doing like dynamic, uh, dynamic stuff. Yeah. Playing with brushes, doing like dynamic stuff where he would get soft and I guess, and I have the same problem too. It's like when I try to get quiet on the drums, it's like, I kind of end up like losing the beat. Hmm. Yeah. Cause you're so,
1: you're so focused on the sound and not the rhythm.
0: Yeah yeah Funny. it's uh but it's uh yeah it's it's uh, interesting that like he could have but pete best still like the biggest shaft the biggest shaft <laughs> and to like have to sit there while John everyone shaft. made fun of ringo <laughs> happy birthday um but like to like just watch everybody talk about how ringo wasn't a good drummer and just be like but he's in the band <laughs> yeah. it's, like it must have been so conflicting for him yeah I've heard well, like was both ring. sides of that. Business I've anymore. heard
3: I've heard both sides of that argument where like he's like the best rock and roll drummer. And then I've also heard like, yeah, he's the most basic fucking bitch ever. Like four four, nothing interesting, no fills. Like
0: and But people love sometimes people love like there's 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 flash and then there's like, you know, sticking in the pocket and just knowing when to like knowing when to do something not to take away. And I think like the reason they probably liked him a lot was because of that, because it's like, you had these huge personality songwriters with, you know, Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. Um, that like, it's like, it's like, you know, I think they just want someone to like, just, it's like, Hey, just do, just do the beat, man. Yeah. And if just- you want, and if I want something more, I'll ask you.
3: Yeah. Keep time. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to do fucking wheelies up here. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, right, didn't, I, I didn't know that uh, uh, fucking Crover ever played with the the Nirvana. The, the Nirvana. Yeah, let, me, uh, let
1: me
0: let me let lo- me Nirvana. Uh, let me look up Nirvana drummers. Because um, Dale Crover was like one of my yeah. favorites. Because
3: <laughs> and like when I played drums in my basement in my parents' house, and uh, you know, you have like some friends who like don't ever call you. You just hang out with them. And my friend Paul Joyce called me up and could hear me loudly playing Melvin's beats in my basement yeah. as my mom was like, yeah, hold on. Let me go get him. He's downstairs. And I was like, blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. Uh, so check this out. Uh, former members from 87 to 88, Aaron Burkhard, uh, then Dale Crover joined from 88 to 90 dave foster um uh 88 chad channing 88 um to 90 and so chad channing that's when they did bleach i believe mm-hmm. uh and then jason everman i think that's the guy from mud honey oh, no no he played rhythm guitar i guess for a little bit in 89 wow. oh, that's right there were four for like a second funny yeah that's where they don't mention though the uh because in that Mud Honey documentary I saw it's like he's like like the drummer from Monday was just like, Yeah, they like I played a couple shows, and at one of the shows they had him there for like a photo shoot, and then like uh and at one of the practices, like Grohl was hanging out. I guess it's like they had already like called oh, Grohl yeah. out, but they but, but there was like a amount of time where they still had a couple shows booked, and yeah. so oh, wow. Yeah, That's rough justice. Rough justice. Um in In sad news, depending on where you stand politically, um, Charlie Daniels, the devil went down to Georgia, has died of a stroke uh, at the age of 83. He was a country music hall of famer. He could fucking, he could play that fiddle. He He could could play that fiddle, couldn't he? I I think so. I I never knew if
1: he was a fiddle guy.
0: I don't know. I don't know really for sure. Um, Neil, what are you doing? I'm making fart noises in my hands. Well, what about everything else?
2: I'm, I'm not doing yeah.
0: anything. <laughs> God, I, 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 didn't, I swear to God, I'm just laying on
3: my couch. I'm not doing a fucking goddamn thing. I'm. Are you moving around at all?
0: No. I'm not doing anything. You, know, do you see when you're not talking and you still see the sound wave stuff going on?
1: Oh, is
3: my air conditioning on or something? Like no, <laughs>
0: no,
1: no.
3: I don't know. Maybe there's All like right. birds outside or something.
0: It's not <laughs> Neil. It's, it's for the oh. So um, here's the thing about uh, about uh, Charlie Daniels. Is that he was an outspoken conservative. In fact, literally until his last day, he was uh, tweeting about 9-11, Benghazi. Abortion and the Illuminati.
1: That's that's how you want to go out. I, I gotta say, is uh, crazy as fuck.
0: Yeah. Here's a, how about this? How about the adverse side of this? Um, one of the last tweets that Carl um, Reiner ever uh, put out was about the gratitude he had of marrying an amazing woman and giving him some some great kids, and that he's like he's very happy with the life he's led. Man, he was like 93. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what, maybe that's the kind of stuff that Charlie Daniels would have came to realize if he lived another 10 years is uh, <laughs> uh gratitude.
1: Yeah. The devil threw that contest. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, when Charlie I li- Daniels died, I literally sat there and I was like, all right, I know the devil goes down to Georgia do I know any other songs? And I had to look it up, but I do. I I knew one more song uh, by Charlie Daniels. Um, Which one? What, what was it? It was. Um, God. All right. I didn't know very well. Well, um,
3: yeah. <laughs> I guess not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, well,
1: it's that was he, one of the He, wrote, ways. he wrote some great, um, like old school country songs. Um That were very um uh, how you say uh racist. Yeah, a little racist. Oh oh oh, he definitely no that's David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe definitely used the n-word in a song. He was he was like a worse uh uh, David Allen Coe. Um I had never
3: I had never heard of David Allen Coe until I moved to Maryland. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's like a staple. (laughs) Everyone knows about this guy. And I listened to the songs. I was like, are you guys sure that we should be listening
2: to this?
3: Like, like, this is not cool. This is, like, on par with, like, all the racist punk music that I, uh, you know, had to, like, have
0: tattooed on my body.
3: (laughs) No, that I had to go, like, oh, it was, like, fun the first time i listened to it and then you had to like investigate the lyrics and go like oh shit never mind
0: yeah yeah oh i guess uh i can't listen to screwdriver anymore
3: yeah yeah and then and then and then you get into the idea of like oh well people who collect vinyl have screwdriver seven inches that are worth hundreds of dollars <laughs> and it's like well do you want to trade in that market or do you just want to just throw it on the fucking barbecue
0: I'll, I'll say, I, I think I've said this before, but uh, I think it was noise, 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 uh, which was a record store in uh, Orange County. Um, they had like a screwdriver bootleg stuff and like a, like white, white power, like punk, but like they kept it behind the counter. And so guys knew they had it. So they would have to come in and ask for it. And then within the, uh, the crate for them to flip through it was a bunch of, uh, black gay porn.
2: <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh,
1: here's another, something about death. Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Did you know he did session work backing Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen? Leonard Cohen. Oh. Yeah. But Leonard Cohen is. uh... And then in 2014, they surprised fans with a spirited collection of. He did a Dylan cover album as well in 2014. Oh. Uh, Crazy. He just got covered by uh, Elvis. Oh, really? (laughs) Uh, Long Haired Country Boy was the one I was thinking of. And then he did. vietnam vet song called still in saigon which is another one that i remember yep was it
0: was it long what was this long hair long-haired country boy country boy long-haired country boy that's just like saying yeah he's a hippie but he all right yeah
1: well there's <laughs> david allen co has one called uh oh, god i can't remember it but uh, uh my long hair covered up my redneck it's about going and playing and Hippies come to see him, and they get their kiss ass kicked by rednecks and stuff like that. There's a whole like, I don't know what I am. I I don't like I don't like black people, but I like weed, uh, redneck uh, era redneck. country
2: music.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy.
0: Um. Recently, also who died is a uh, uh, Ennio Morricone, uh, oh. the uh, uh, famous composer, um, music done for movies for uh many 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 years like you know we like all that kind of stuff wee, like wee, he this stuff for wah, wah, <laughs> eight, wah, full wah. eight the untouchables <laughs> um, <laughs> that pretty much conspl- explains it wee,
3: wee. yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow um, well,
2: then embr- he, also,
0: if you- he he embraced the synth like no one else yeah right yeah but he you also know, yeah uh then but it's like if you've ever like the first time I've ever like like really heard a uh a morricone song was a, a turns out when i went and saw metallica my first concert because since 1983 they've been using um neil stop shuffling around did you fart with your hands again no I, it's not the farting in the hand i'm fine with that i'm fine with neil like farting on metallica um it's just the shuffling around is i'm uh, not shuffling i
3: swear to look god look at your sound
0: wave look at your sound wave
3: I'm not moving. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Maybe there's a bird in my house. (laughs) All right, now I'm shuffling. I'm getting farther away from the microphone.
2: Everything sounds a little better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shuffling sound anymore.
3: Fucking sound engineer over here.
0: (laughs) Anyway, if you've ever seen Metallica. Uh, you've heard them play uh, before they come out since 83. They've used their intro, uh, The Ecstasy of Gold, which is this song. Uh, you can play a little bit of that, Cash. And this fucking gets people pumped up. Like, when I was seeing them, it was like, you know, the Black album and everyone like goes crazy when this comes on and then they all start like singing to it. And so it's just a crowd of people going like, yeah, yeah! And it really gets you excited. It is a uh... I'm getting pumped up right now. Yeah. But it's from, um, uh, I think, Fiscal of Dollars. I think. Shit. I should have fucking. I thought I had that. I saw Metallica, like,
3: Theater in the Round tour, like, probably 96, 97.
0: Yeah.
1: Did they do this in my. uh... Oh, yeah.
2: Hey. I am going to get on a horse. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna take hey. my horse. Gonna make it.
2: Alright. <laughs> right
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh many, many more songs than that, but uh recipes of Metallica. Metallica said, um, I have sang that melody thousands of times to warm up my throat before hitting the stage. Thank you, Ennio, for pumping us up, being a big part of our inspiration and uh, a bonding between band, crew, and fan. I will forever thank you as part of the Metallica family. Oh That's
3: cool. That's nice. like, 500
0: films he did compositions for. 500 films. Wow.
3: And on top of that, our close friend, Peter Atencio, named his son Ennio.
0: Exactly. Oh, I didn't
3: know that um uh, who directed heel uh, and directed a lot of
0: Twilight Zones and yeah good dude good kid speaking of speaking of Italians um <laughs> Trump recently announced to uh that he wants to build a statue of S- Frank Sinatra as part of uh, his National Garden of Heroes um <laughs> uh, and then in, in response Uh, which is pretty great. Um, uh, In response, Mia Farrow tweeted, Frank Sinatra would have loathed Donald Trump. And then doubling down, Nancy Sinatra says he actually did loathe him.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I read about this because like, uh, was it Trump tried to hire Sinatra and then didn't want to pay him or something like that. Um, yeah, he wanted him to play in Atlanta, one of his
0: casinos in Atlantic City, um, and like, uh, like it's uh, here, here's the here's the story. It's like uh, um, Trump and Frank Sinatra uh, in 1990. Um, uh, like Sinatra's manager Elliot Weissman, Sinatra had been booked to open Trump's Atlantic Atlantic City casino, only to be informed at the last minute that Trump sought to renegotiate Sinatra's rate. Trump also canceled his booking of Sinatra's longtime friend, Sammy Davis Jr., who had just been diagnosed with cancer at the time. Uh, after hearing about Trump's 11th hour ploy, Sinatra allegedly told his manager to tell Trump "Trump, to go fuck himself. <laughs> I like your Sinatra impersonation. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself, dopey-dope, Trump, Trump. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm basically, my Sinatra impression is just a Matt Dwyer, our friend Matt Dwyer's uh, Sinatra impression. Dopey-dope. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I was traversing weird stuff on uh, on, a, uh, on metalinjection.net and found um, some – this guy um, on YouTube um, has been uh, making uh, Trump mashups where he just has Trump like singing – different metal songs and he's done of course like metallica songs and stuff like that but uh he did one of uh uh rage against the machine uh that i find uh very funny uh, Cash. Yeah. in the
2: name of Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Come in the name of... The ooh
1: is the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the name of. Oh god, that's that's. Oh
0: god, that's a good part. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Tell me.
1: I can't fast forward it. Otherwise, I'd, I'd do it again. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured.
0: Um, but yeah, and it's what's crazy about that is if you watch the video, every time like he gets it's they're from different locations every single yeah. time. That's why the hell had a different sound to him, and like what of yeah. them was like forces. <laughs> He does that kind of It's like it's when he does his dumb fucking lean. Oh. But that that's fun. Um and speaking of rage against the machine, Ooh. um recently, um uh there was a, uh, a a guy that just like finds like old hardcore stuff on his uh YouTube channel Hate 5 6. He has uh is like a great on on YouTube Hate uh the number 5 SIX, Hate 5 6 he finds great old like hardcore band footage and puts it up on his page. And he recently uh, came across um, a uh, um, footage of not inside out, which was like the original hardcore band that Zach De La Rocha uh, was in and sang for, but the guitar, uh, the band he played guitar for hard stance. It was like their last show. It was like some, it was in 1990, like a year later. Um, It's a really just great standard kind of late eighties, early nineties, hardcore. Um, uh, but uh, what's kind of neat about it is, it's like it's like when you watch it, you can you know he's just a guitar player, so he's not really talking, but you can really hear like that he's getting ready to like do something different. Um, so just like so here, just uh, take a listen to. This whole uh, set
2: goes out to all my friends. To sloth through that made me feel really good. Yeah. Had so a good time last night. Whole yeah. set goes out to my friends in the band. Oh. Everyone here, I really will miss. Self-self foundation. Come on! Hardcore! Come on! Foundation of my car!
0: But yeah, clearly he was just ready to go yeah. with Rage Against the Machine.
1: Yeah, he was very, very, very ready to go. Um yeah. <laughs> so, uh, something I found out this week. Can I save it? Um yes. Uh I was I was listening to the Run the Jewels and I was like, I uh the, this Zach De La Roca song is 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 great. Uh, I remember this Lyricist Lounge uh, CD he was on. That was a good one. So I looked up Zack de la Rocha on my iTunes, and I found a album called Tra- Trace Presents MTV Unplugged, Los Tigres del Norte, Los Tigres del Norte, and Friends. And Zach de la Rocha guested on a Los Tigres del Norte song called uh i think it's called somos mas americanos and it's fucking it's you gotta love it you gotta love
0: oh great I'm, I'm glad we can listen to it in high fidelity
1: well, it's just i want to give you that that's him he uh he uh he's He sang in Spanish. It's pretty great. And it's just, it's a straight up oompa, oompa, oompa song. (laughs) He's got Uh so much culture, is what I'm saying.
0: I can't wait to hear it.
3: (laughs) What was was that Howard Kramer joke about how uh, the worst thing that Germans ever did was introducing the accordion to Mexican culture? Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And John Mulaney had that thing where it's like, this is the most annoying sound in the world, kind of thing, which is very offensive. Um, cancel. All right. We're going to take a break with, uh, some ads and a song, um, song is submitted, um, to us by, uh, Neil, Neil, you really just got to sit still, bud. (laughs) This
3: is worse. This is worse than
1: being on jury duty. (laughs) You were an alternate on jury duty. Uh, twice. All right.
0: We're going to take a, we're going to take a break with a song. Um, by uh let's let's do um that uh, uh let's do um bashful let's do the song boston shitter because that's what I, how i feel about neil right now let's do a song oh, bashful neil by boston shitter <laughs>
1: Harry's. How much could you save in one year by switching to Harry's razors? Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City, enough for three deep-ditch pizza dinners in Chicago, or enough to pay for six months of your Netflix subscription? How? Well, Harry delivers high-quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand, and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. I love Harry's. I've been using their uh, their kit to shave down before I go and put on my mask. Everybody's wearing a mask these days. You should be, at least. And um, sometimes a little facial hair can get in the way, make it a little harder to breathe. Um, Well, you can get a Harry's trial set if delivered right to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash jonah. Why should you give Harry's a try? Well, Harry's is a return to the essential, quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per per blade made in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Harry has all of your grooming needs covered. You can get blades, hair care, shower products all on harrys.com. And feel a little better about your purchases. Not only is one percent of proceeds set aside for nonprofit organizations developing, devoted to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans, but to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating one million dollars worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners to this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com/jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com shona and start saving today. Hey guys, it's Cash here to talk to you about keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. You can get treated with home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, very important these days, and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months, so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generic versions of their medication. Of the only true FDA approved hair loss products out there, you may have tried them before, but you've probably never tried them for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more 5-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com radio to receive your first month of treatment free. That's
4: K-E-E-P-S
1: dot radio. R-A-Y-D-I-O, Radio. All right, guys. All right,
0: thanks. We're back. Uh, the song you heard before was uh, Boston Shitter. Um, and and uh, it, it, great, great stuff. We, uh, You know, if you want your music featured on this show, email it to us. Joan Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. Um, also, maybe if you want, hey, just... Send a tweet over to us. Email too personal, too much of a big deal. Send us a tweet. Jonah Radio, R A Y D O, at Jonah Radio on uh, Instagram. Uh, our good bud Dan Angler will be the one fielding uh, those for us. Uh, shout out to Dan Angler, who is a fantastic associate producer. I've done more for the show in the few months he's been working with us than Neil has the entire time. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh buddy boys um Pussy Riot back in the news they are uh, uh they are sharing a new song uh that is inspired by the Black Lives Matter uh movement um and uh they did it with electronic berlin based uh, ar- artist IXS IXXF Uh, They are working on a new thing. And I've heard some uh, Pussy Riot stuff before, and I've never been too much of a fan. But this thing is actually, uh, I really, really dug it. It's crazy and all over the place. Uh, Let's take just a little bit of a... That's like that's brutal. That's a. Well, brutal got, fucking
1: uh, There's another crackdown coming in Russia now that uh, Putin's been elected. So uh, some of them got uh, okay. arrested uh, earlier this week.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah, no, it was fuck.
3: like a dude that was like a affiliate of yeah. those guys. Um. Those gals. Yeah, but
1: yeah, there's. Uh, so look out for your Russian they, friends.
3: Like, Kick down his door and like he they like kicked down his door at like six in the morning and then just held him for like like days
0: oh god soon enough that'll be
1: America yeah.
0: ah. oh, it already but not but not the UK because uh, uh they just announced uh that there's gonna be the um the virgin money unity arena uh it is the first socially distanced music venue in the UK and it uh it is opening up this summer, apparently Um, it's a, this venue was created in partnership with uh, the people behind tomorrow. uh, This is tomorrow festival, SSD concert, Virgin money, but Virgin money is such a, it's just, it's just, it really is. It's just, it's like, we just have, yeah, it's like, it's like no LL, like, no, it's like infinite ideas corporation. Just, uh, yeah. Money. It's that
3: ding dong. What's his name with the fucking islands? Yeah.
0: Branson. Branson. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the shows that will be kicking off in August, uh, and it's, uh, it's in Newcastle in the UK and, uh, some of the bands, Supergrass, the libertines, uh, they, that's some like, that's some good stuff. The two Door cinema club, uh, Maximo park. Um, it's a, it's a lot of people playing. That's like, and that's just, that's just, and then a uh, bill Bailey, uh, from black books and, uh, hot fuzz. And yeah, he's kind of a, a, a Comedy Mm -hmm. actor, musician guy. He's he's going to be there as well. So it's um, who is he in? Yeah, very exciting. Uh, Nobody tells me nothing. Oh, the guy at the front
3: desk. Oh, yeah, the like kind of bad twin. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like there's like there's two of them, and like they're never. It's like you don't really realize that towards
1: the end. Um, does it say anything? It's so it's going to be a socially distant venue. Does it say anything like how they're going to do that?
0: Uh, so it looks like, um, let's see here. Uh, it doesn't really say any specifics. It just kind of just talks about how excited they are of this project. Uh, but there's a bit of, there's a image that they posted and it just kind of looks like, it looks like these, um, this grid of platforms Um, like you know, little like little platforms with about like you know, you know, three to four people on each one, and the the platforms are about like what looks to be like maybe about two feet off the ground, and then about probably like ten feet away from each other, and they're kind of in these big kind of squared off chunks. We'll see if that's the way, but everyone in the drawing is standing up and putting their hands up in the air. Everyone seems to be having a good time already. So
1: that's that's the key: is draw it like it's fun.
0: Yeah. Draw, draw it like it's fun. It like it's fun and then people will die yeah. <laughs> yes that's like that would be the kids bop version of drop it like it's hot draw it like draw it's, it's fun, like it's fun. <laughs> um uh speaking of like kids bop and stuff like that this guy uh the o'keefe music foundation which is a uh, um you know just a uh a place that like helps kids, you know, get into music and stuff like that. And, um, they usually have like teenagers play music, but then every once in a while they'll have like a little kid doing the singing. And, uh, recently I found, um, there's some, there's some online that are really fun. There was one kid doing Metallica which was really cute, but here's one where it's a, uh, a, just like a nine year old kid like all, like 15, 16 are the guys playing the music. But, um, and this, uh, this was in, uh, Wesley's pub in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um and it's uh it's a like a nine year old kid singing walk um by Pantera. <laughs>
2: I will say all that right, is the right.
1: most I've ever understood you know, Pantera
2: lyrics.
0: <laughs> like yourself very well. a Yeah, it was in the thing is he got a lot of the he got a lot of the vocal like nah, like a lot of that stuff like in there. It's, it was a really really good job. <laughs> I really liked it.
3: That it was, was, was a theme song to like a snowboarding after school show that I used to watch when I was like in 8th grade really yeah and i was like oh, okay wow. pantera's cool let me figure out huh. how to find pantera
0: <laughs> i loved pantera growing up really i mean i didn't like i like i only really liked like cowboys from hell and then vulgar display of power like i didn't like far beyond driven it's like uh... and then i realized I like, go back i'm like oh, i only really like a couple songs and things yeah and then also well, yeah the, you know not, the, the not later
3: years were problematic <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Confederate flags Um, and such. Yes, exactly. It's about heritage. Uh, It's about states' rights. Guys, um, speaking of someone that likes a a Confederate flag, would uh, not be into New Yorker Martin Scorsese to co direct a documentary on the New York Dolls singer David Johansson, also known as Buster Poindexter.
1: Um, I've I've seen him like twice, um, and he's an amazing musician um i never saw him do Buster Poindexter stuff i will say that um he was everybody's um ha, ha, ha. he did uh he did an album called David Johansson and the Harry Smiths which was a bunch of uh folk covers um it was that thing that you remember Henry Henry won that grammy for designing that box Henry Owings friend of the show uh designing that box set yeah. uh which was uh, all the Alan Lomax recordings, like all of the like folk and blues songs that this guy did in like the not, the early teens and twenties and stuff like that. And there's just an album that's just David Johansson doing all of those songs. And it's fucking great. Um it was oh wow. It came out in the two thousands really cool. and then I saw him live a couple of times on that and it was great. Yeah. Wow. for
0: those who don't know, David Johansson, the cabbie
1: yes. from Scrooged He's like a uh, like he literally looks like Tom Waits light, like his voice isn't quite that yeah. that gravelly, and his face isn't that rough.
0: Oh, you mean Tom Tom waits, waits? Waits, don't tell me. Oh no! Oh no! No! Oh, sorry, it's not a docket in your pocket like you fucking posted in the text chain. I'm
3: so glad that. The audio broke up, and I didn't hear whatever he said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. I was just shuffling around constantly in my seat, uncomfortable in my own skin.
3: <laughs> well, that's what we do these days. Uh, <laughs> David Johansson had a, David Johansson had a bunch of other movie roles, like not just yeah, Scrooge, but just I, like yeah. What else? Do we-
1: uh, well, let's Joe. I mean so much
0: that we can't even recall and count. I'm f- fully blanking.
1: Uh, let's see. He was on Late Night with David Letterman. Um. Oh, he was in Let It Ride. Um.
3: Oh yeah, that famous movie Let It Ride that everyone knows about.
0: Neil, you're the one that said he was in a ton of famous movies.
1: I thought he was. Um.
3: Fucking Sorry. <laughs>
1: He was in Oz. I don't know. He was in. I, all right, moving
3: on. We're, 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 we are moving. We are moving yeah, on. <laughs> okay. Well, Dave's, speaking of, I knew him as an. actor. Of Dave. I knew him as an actor before I knew that he was in the New York Dolls and uh, you know, whatever. Oh,
0: what was the first movie you saw him in? Scrooge. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: the one well, I mentioned. He did. All
1: right, great.
0: Yeah, but I thought that there must have
3: been others. He did.
1: Six episodes oh of yeah, Saturday Night Live.
3: I can't fucking win today. I can't win today.
0: <laughs> let uh. it rise. Academy or nominated. Let it rise.
3: Ride. It's noon and I have BO. I just
0: <laughs> fucking can't uh, win. I today. don't know if we're
1: still doing drops, but there's one.
0: He's in Free Jack. Uh, Free, Free Jack. There you go. That's the one that I was thinking. <laughs> Because everyone's seen Free Jack. Yeah, Free Jack with Emilio Estevez uh, playing the uh, race car driver and the uh, time traveling villain um, played by Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, yeah. Yeah. Mick Jagger's been in other movies.
1: Performance. Look them up. (laughs) Um... Please
3: don't.
0: Dave Chappelle, uh, who's another Dave, I know. Dave, we know. (laughs) Um, He hosted a socially distant Fourth of July music festival. And uh, he had uh, he some kind of just like how we did with the, his A forty six up special. Um, it was a uh, pretty good lineup. Uh, Erica Badu, who actually ended up singing um, uh, uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" uh, amongst her songs, Common was there. Talib Kweli was there. Um, the so it was uh, and stand-up from Michelle Wolf, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Michael Shea. And Chappelle, and then also Questlove was there to uh play music to the fireworks display. And uh Chappelle with John Ham um <laughs> uh worked the crowd. Um Erica Badu saying smells like Teen Spirit. Chappelle covered Radiohead's creep. Um and then uh Ham saying Journeys Don't Stop Believing. What? That is the weirdest combo yeah. ever. <laughs> John Hamm, yeah. Isn't that weird? But uh, I guess they all got tested. Um, they, like that was kind of the requirements You had to like, it's like, you couldn't show up even to the event unless you were tested and, and free and clear. So there you go. That is, I feel like I you, you get... want everyone to be, you want everyone to be wearing a mask. You know, everyone should be wearing a mask you... out there. Yeah. If not for yourself, for the people you love. And uh, someone recently put up a, uh, a PSA about wearing a mask. And uh, here's uh Vance, uh, uh, cot cotr cotrolas anyway this is here's a guy's uh, psa about wearing a mask since i play in a folk band my friend don suggested that i write a song encouraging people to wear masks and so my daughter and i worked something up and um
2: and here we go <laughs> Wear masks are difficult. It's a virus, not a vote. Wear a mask, don't be a choke. We are not a trayer chose. We have mask rains on Halloween. We got a child seventeen. It's not a complicated act to keep your neighbors alive.
0: Okay, alright, alright. Okay. You get it. It's a virus, not a vote. Wear a mask, I, don't uh, be a toad.
1: I uh, love it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to see if we can put that on the PA at, uh, at work. Um, yeah. or just, just for when somebody comes in, not wearing a mask, we can follow them around with a boom b- box. Like we're fucking Lloyd Dobler.
0: <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Um, yeah, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole of weird stuff on uh, YouTube, like I said. And one of the things I found is there's this guy. Funk Turkey on uh, on YouTube, and what he does is he uh, takes a band's um, entire uh, lyrical output and then puts it into a computer, and then asks uh, uh, an AI to write new lyrics using all of those words. And um, he's done like a bunch of different ones, uh, like Metallica and and stuff. And then like, but it's funny uh, because you realize it's like that these bands just kind of like have you could. Like how almost easy it is to parody themselves yeah. with their own words. And the one I like that I uh, yeah. uh, found is that Cut. we had a bot write an, a- an ACDC song. So the, here's AIDC um, with the song uh, Great Balls. <laughs> Fantastic!
2: (laughs) Yeah, so
1: so, uh,
0: yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ride on the dog and touch too much. Um, I like how he's gonna shoot uh, the trigger. (laughs) The dog, the dog, a truck. Cause I'm just on. I'm on you. Shoot to fire at will. Yeah, cause I shoot to shoot my gun at the trigger. It wasn't the lights. And put your hand out to kill. You fool around, you women, with too many pills. Yeah, uh, she got great balls and big balls. Too many women with the balls. Seems like a bone given the balls. <laughs> a whole lot of woman, cause I'm a ball. Uh, but yeah, and he has he has tons of others, uh, and I highly suggest checking out Funk Turkey on there but that was a fucking that was one of my favorite ACDC songs We oh, yeah, a cover
1: band man just do the a- yeah
0: a- also check out yeah.
3: ACDC and find out how much they talk about balls <laughs> yeah well
1: they, to, <laughs> to, to, I think I think the uh, the song we've got big balls she's got big balls but I've got the biggest balls that kind of once you put that in that sort of ups the numbers when every other word is balls that's going to bring up your average yeah,
0: yeah yes um recently the uh, uh the information came out about who which companies receive the uh ppp loans the paycheck protection program um and uh on there, uh slipknot they got some papa roach tool sammy hagar's red rocker touring company papa um, fucking roach <laughs> uh yeah and uh it's um the thing is it's a, and some of these got like 150,000 to 350,000 Lil Lil John got it. And like, when people ask him, they're like, do you need this? Um, but like, he kind of responded with like, and with, a, I think that's the case for a lot of these. It's like, I have seventies employees. I have 70 employees who like are out of work now because of like touring getting canceled. Um, and so like, apparently, hopefully um, these bands that are like, kind of helping their, 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 you know, their crews.
1: Uh yeah. yeah. Hopefully that's right? what it is and it's not these guys taking the paychecks that they would get for selling out an arena. Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly. Um yeah, and also uh I think England just like they just passed something that were there uh, a lot of uh, like a lot of independent music venues um and arts um uh um arts companies and, or like you know like a uh you know things arts community stuff based stuff uh, they can apply for loans now. So they don't have to close down something that uh, is not looking good for a lot of small independent venues in America, like cat's cradle in North Carolina, which is like uh, they're starting to um, they're doing a North Carolina um, like tribute album, like a bunch of bands like covering songs just to raise money to try and keep their space.
3: Yeah. I saw something on Twitter that was about uh, trying to save all those like indie venues, like, you know, like TT, the bears in Boston or, you know, whatever, like all these small venues that are just like, Oh no, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's over.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, a very funny uh, story that just came out and uh, NME, uh, talked about this. Um, uh, Liam Gallagher, uh, um, drove a combine harvester, uh, which I think is like, <laughs> a. am not really sure what that is. Do you know what that is, Neil? yeah it's like a
3: lawnmower it's, it's like a yeah it's like a giant lawnmower, but it's like a thresher it, it, it kind of like goes through crops and then kind of saves the crops and then Jesus. doesn't uh keep the the thresh the the stalks or yeah
0: whatever okay so um I guess uh when they were recording definitely maybe um uh, away uh, um, Liam and bonehead heard that uh, the Stone Roses were recording nearby at Rockfield Studios. Um, And so they wanted to just go and try and catch a glimpse of their Manchester rivals. And Liam said, we went to have a little fucking, a fucking little snoop. It was right. What the fuck are they up to? Uh, They hadn't been doing anything for three years. So I'm about to, I'm about a proper combine harvester um uh ones you got to get a ladder to get up to it's miles up off we fucking go crawling down the road with big fucking lights on it looked bonkers we drove it in turned the lights off and rolled out like something out of the professionals and after they arrived at the studio the the, they were caught and then they were invited in for a chat uh he's like we can hear some fucking bass line and drums we got caught we went in and we had a little chat we might have had a spliff and then that night we then we fucked off uh and then they came over the next day uh but like i like how that's just what a weird fucking time and like just dudes from oasis going to try and sneak a peek on what the stone roses are doing by driving a fucking track we'll we'll creep up
1: on them in this seven and a half ton thing
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um that we don't know how to drive (laughs) <laughs> also yes it's like, oh so you, it's got like a fucking seven gear system and you're like
0: punching clutches and like
2: Neh.
3: um uh, uh
0: that that is it for uh music news for now we're going to take a break with a song um this is a track that was submitted to us uh by um a, the uh cassettes um actually you know what no 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 let's do uh we'll play that last let's do this is a uh horror, uh dudes night out <laughs> this is a band called dudes night out um and this is their uh um song called uh oh shit wait a minute it's from a split so this might be either dudes night or horror or horror it's squad called, I don't, is it the one called, called ken jr. anyway ken this is a song jr. Called rookie ken, card? this is a song called ken griffey jr rookie card and uh we'll be right back with more radio. Uh, and that was, uh, that band was, um, the name of the band uh, was uh, Horror Squad. And they're uh, they're from uh, Pomona, California, where I'm actually going to be driving out tonight to go see a double feature of Ooh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Evil Dead. Very much looking forward to that. Um, brought Ooh. to you by Beyond Fest. Uh, that was the song, Ken Griffey Jr. Rookie Card. Um, off of a split they did with a band called Do's Night. Uh, now, so last week, um, we talked about how uh, you know, the Dixie Chicks changed their name uh, to The Chicks, and uh, uh, a lot of people are starting to do that, uh, one of them being uh, Lady Antebellum. Um, just to be a little bit more woke and socially aware, uh, Lady Antebellum um, changed their name to Lady A, because the Antebellum South is uh, you know, not, not anything to really celebrate, so Lady A. But it turns out, there was a uh, uh, another musician uh, with the name um, Anita Lady A. White. And now uh, she is being sued by Lady Antebellum because the band claims to have had that patent since 2011, even though they never fucking used it. I don't know what that band sounds like, but you know yep. what? Fuck off. Just <laughs> fuck the fuck off. Um, but with that, um, you know, with with that news of like we Neil had a great run, great classic. Now I wouldn't say classic because that'd be like it, it happens all the time. <laughs> Neil had this, this crazy <laughs> moment of just being really funny and on top of it and more prepared than uh, any of us uh, with uh, his versions of woke band names. Um, and so uh, uh, our our good pal Dan Byerly uh, um, uh, sometimes contributed to the show. Really great guy. Really really funny guy. Uh, But he had a bunch uh, that uh, he wrote as well. And uh, Neil's going to now present those. Neil, give us Dan Byerly's um, woke band names.
3: Dan Byerly, not a stockbroker, submits. Uh, Alice in Chains becomes (laughs) Alice in a a leadership role. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Deftones becomes Hearing Impaired Notes. George Straits <laughs> becomes George Sexuality is a Spectrum. <laughs> Godsmack, Godsmack <laughs> becomes non denominational comeuppance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fine,
3: <laughs> fine Young cannibal, Cannibals becomes Pleasant Millennial Vegan. <laughs> Wait, what? Fine Young Cannibals becomes. Uh, pleasant Millennial Vegans. Nice. <laughs> Guns and Roses <laughs> becomes roses. <laughs> Just roses, okay?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Police becomes the dorks.
0: <laughs> Yay! All cops are dorks. <laughs>
3: this one's clutch. Uh Bush becomes bored.
2: <laughs> 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 ah, ah.
0: That's great. I hope that's uh I hope the I hope the last one is better than that. Because uh, that's great. Oh no,
3: there's like 17 more. Uh <laughs> then run through them, Neil. I'm trying to. Okay, boys don't cry. I guess that's mm-hmm. a cure song, right? Neil, uh, just
0: just go just go through it. Just
3: say what's on there. Okay, Boys Don't Cry becomes Men Expressing Feelings. Uh, <laughs> the next one's too long to read. Uh, KMFDM <laughs> uh, is still KMFDM, but it it's now stands for Keep Me Ma From Dying, colon, masks. <laughs>
0: hmm. Neil, do you want me to do the rest? Do you have you have the... Man-Man becomes non-gender specific person-person. Okay. Moby becomes, I don't know, maybe don't name yourself after a book about killing whales, you weird little creep. Tesla just adds, not affiliated with Elon Musk in parentheses at the end of their name. Nine-inch nails becomes nine-inch reusable metal straws. Arrested Development becomes arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. Presidents of the United States of America becomes presidents, except for whichever one you hate. Culture Club becomes Cancel Culture Club and Black Flag becomes Black Square on social media. Those are fantastic. Thanks, Great job. Great job, Dan. Great job, Dan. Bye early.
3: I will defend Moby that he's related to uh, whatever that guy is.
1: That uh, maybe maybe just call it um, uh, to Asshole Relative. All right. Okay. Better name, man.
3: Hold on. Moby related to Herman Melville?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. He's like his
3: grandson or something.
0: Yeah. Moby was born Richard Melville Hall on September 11th, weeps, 1965 in New York City and raised in a suburb of Connecticut. His nickname, which he has had since he was a baby, is based on the novel Moby Dick by his great great, great, great uncle, Herman Melville. Well, what do you know? there you go um well that's it that's a little more you know segment there neil thank you so much for reading those uh dan by early thank you so much for uh sending those those were fantastic dbs um, yeah dan angler thank you so much for everything you do uh D-B's. if you want your music on the show jonah radio r a y d o at gmail.com send us a, send us an impression uh, send us a station id send us a like a weird voicemail Send us stuff like we'll play it. Dumb shit. Any weird shit you find on the internet that you think is funny, send it to us. Uh, yeah. Either tweet at us or send, email it to us. Yeah. Um, send me a new microphone. Out, uh, think I don't. Me. I don't know if it's the microphone, mm-hmm. Neil. Um, Cash. Thank you so much uh, for uh, doing everything you do. And thanks to the Scarborough country for uh being the host of our uh our podcast it's a great network check out the other shows on there also the opening song uh is a, a little bit stranger by toys that kill and uh we're gonna end now with a submitted track um this is a real fun one it's uh it's a, it's got a nice little like uh, 80s uh 80s rock but also uh, like it's got Huey Lewis doing pop wow, that's, a good that's like actually the only way I could really uh describe it it's a lot of fun it seems it just seems like something uh tony thaxson would love our friend tony thaxson bizarre albums um i don't know why it went into a bit of a ira glasser tony thaxson bizarre albums available wherever you podcast um
1: this is so, cassettes yeah, right
0: that's it cash anything you want to say okay yes um no
1: i love you all including you my wife who just walked in
0: okay uh, neil hey
1: neil you need to say hey.
0: anything i love cats. Neil loves wife. you oh,
1: neil, neil had just said she loves neil. neil all right we gotta end this because i gotta go have a talk
2: you
0: have to have your post show poop. all right this is Cassettes. thank you so much for listening to the show goodbye
4: i want to know what kind of car i'm